Welcome to Cars Yeah, show number 289. Never give up of your dreams and keep going for that. Keep trying hard and uh, respect people, go for it, learn and, and, and try hard because if you don't go for that and if you don't do this, uh, these things, uh, you, you never get there. So, This is Cars Yeah, where you'll enjoy interviews with inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Mark Green is here to provide you with a fuel injection of automotive inspiration. So get in, sit down, buckle up, and get ready for a wild ride here on Cars Yeah. Do you love vintage cars? Then go to CarsYeah.com and get a free copy of the fantastic Filler Up book. It's a full-color ebook filled with fuel filler fun with over 60 color photographs of vintage cars plus inspirational quotes from some of the most famous automotive enthusiasts of all time. Simply go to CarsYeah.com and click on the free book button on the homepage. Download your free Filler Up book today at Cars Yeah. Hello, automotive enthusiasts. Today, I am revved up and so excited to introduce today's very special guest coming to us all the way from England, Cesar Pietti. Cesar, are you buckled up and ready for a fun ride? Absolutely, yes. Ready uh, to go. All right. Great to have you here. Thank you. Thank you for the invitation and having myself in your show. You're welcome. Cesar Pietti, who was born in Brazil, is heavily influenced by his Italian family heritage and culture. While his career has contributed to being able to live around the globe, his heart really belongs in Tuscany. He takes a multicultural approach to his passion and career in the automotive profession and lifestyle. He's been a professional automotive designer for over 13 years, and he currently spends a majority of his time in England as the creative design manager at Jaguar's Advanced Design Studio. Additionally, Cesar enjoys drawing and painting, and one of his unique approaches to painting is to use the actual hoods of automobiles as his canvas, and then they become wall hangings in homes, garages, and galleries. So Cesar, I've told our listeners just a little bit about you. Would you take a moment and share a little more about your career and your passion for automobiles? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, as car designers, we always, uh, we, we are passionate people, don't, don't we? So we are always thinking about cars, dreaming about cars, shapes and beautiful lines and things like that. So I think it started, uh, let's say, I can't remember when it started in reality. But uh, yeah, uh, but I always been, I always been dreaming about cars and thinking about, oh my God, I really want to design a car one day and become a car designer. So I think, as, as you said, because I have all this influence from, from my Italian family and being born in Brazil and being traveling around, and I think all this mix of things uh, have helped a lot to create what, what, am I to, what I am today. And, and I've been not only working as a car designer, you said 13 years as, as a car designer, I've been working as a product designer. I've been working in architecture uh, studios uh, as graphic designer. So I think um, all this mix of experiences uh, made what I am today and, and, and it drove me to this uh, career of uh, car designer. So, yeah, it's a great thing. I love your passion and I love what you're doing. And I found you... On Facebook, you were doing some very interesting things with paintings of 
racing, vintage cars, but you were painting on the hoods of cars. Can you tell our listeners, before we get into some of the questions I have for you today, where did this idea come from? I think because I've been working already as a, as a graphic designer for many years before in the U.S. and then in, in Italy and Austria, Brazil as well, I have this passion for, for all this kind of graphic uh, way of expressing ourselves. Uh, and because we are car designers, sometimes we're so restricted to millimeters, let's say, like this, uh, sketching and trying to be as precise as possible and, and, and trying to deliver the best that you can do for, for, to get the perfect shape and the perfect line, uh, in a piece of metal that sometimes you want to, to, to just get that moment that you say, you know what? I wanted to go further. I wanted to, 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 to let it flow in a different way, let's say, like this. Uh, and then I started doing, working as a uh, design, uh, crit- uh, creative designer at Jaguar. I found sometimes, so you, why not doing some artworks inspired by, by the cars that we are designing? And then uh, Jaguar started using this. So I found, wow, that's a great thing. So we start using that, and for example when you have a car launch or have an event or something like that. And then I thought, whoa, I could do that for myself as well because I never tried it. So I started doing artworks, digital artworks. And then one day I thought, wow, if I get a, a bonnet uh, or a hood, as you say. Yes. This <laughs> uh, yeah, is slightly the same thing. Yes. Uh, I said, why not doing, trying something different? So I would love to have one. In my in my in my living room. Yeah, yeah. My wife doesn't. My wife doesn't really agree. But <laughs> I said, why not? And then I bought one. I said, why not? I should buy a, a Jaguar bonnet for for sure because being a Jaguar designer, designing Jaguars every day, uh, and why not sharing this passion and try to express myself using a, a, a Jaguar bonnet? Yes. So I said, why? Let's try. Well, let's try. And 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 then uh, I bought one. I bought two. I bought. Then about 19 bonnets. In oh, my end. gosh. So I have bonnets everywhere. It's crazy, isn't it? I have <laughs> bonnets in the garage, in the garden, in the living room. So my wife hate me. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know, I have a, a wife. I've been married 30 years. She's very patient with my passion for cars. But I will say I don't have 19 bonnets laying around the house. So your wife is a saint, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. No, yes. Fantastic. She understands very well uh, my passion, let's say, like this. And yes. We're going very well. So now that I have 10 of these bonnets in this exhibition uh, that we are having now, uh, it's a little. we have a little bit more of space. You can even sit in, in the sofa and watch TV now. So we can <laughs> anything. Uh, living room. Yeah, I really find what you're doing is fascinating. And I love this juxtaposition of you're designing elements working for Jaguar and then expressing your freedom with painting and, and painting on bonnets, picking that as a canvas is really, really cool. So we'll talk a little bit more about that as we move along. But as we continue on your journey, I always like to start by asking my guests for a success quote. It's a great way to get the inspirational tires turning here on Cars, yeah? So Cesar, take the wheel. Uh, what, what, what should I say? That now is a difficult moment. I can't say a specific quote or mantra. I would say, a, can I say a person? Of course. Uh, I would say Senna. Ah, one of my favorites. Now, why, why have you picked Ayrton Senna? I think Senna has a, such a special character, such a special uh, 
passion. Mm -hmm. and, I mean, he has, he had, uh, and he was such a special, uh, how can I say it? Um, I used to watch his uh, races every Sunday and uh, waking up every Sunday and watch, watching those races was some kind of absolutely perfect moment. You know what I mean? Yes. Uh, was so challenging against pros, Manso, and all the, and all those races and, and the way he was. I think it's 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 out of this world, you know. So I really appreciate him in 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 general. Let's say like this. It's it's, it's, it's a person that I really uh, look back sometimes and think, whoa, that that was the man. That was some 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 different spirit in this in this place. Do you think that what drives you to who he was as a person was his incredible drive and passion for the way he lived his life and the way he attacked racing? I think how he always saw the, the, and, and faced all, all challenges. I think that's the main thing, isn't it? Mm -hmm. Because he was always going further and always trying harder and trying limits go over the limits and try perfection and try all this kind of uh very very pure and, and, and nice things you know what i mean yes uh, so i really appreciate that kind of always challenging himself and trying to go further and further and further looking for perfection and looking for the next challenge so i really appreciate that Yes, well, we we share that uh, Ayrton Senna has been one of my favorite drivers forever. And as I've learned more about him, uh, even more aspects of his life, I try to incorporate into what I'm doing as well. So I think that's absolutely wonderful. You're the first guest who's taken a person and applied it towards that mantra. I really appreciate you doing that. Very unique. You know why? I think taking a single quote from Senna would be unfair. I think <laughs> it's much more as a person as than 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 a single uh, quote or mantra i think it's it's much more than that so that's why i'm yes. if you don't mind i'm i'm just taking senna as a as an inspirational person i love of. it i love it very nice would you share a pivotal moment in your life that came about that instigated your passion for cars i'd love for you to share that moment as you can recall it when you really realized you were a car guy I think the first moment that I really said, oh, my God, I really like this thing, when it was when my mother, uh, she had a, uh, a Beetle, a green one, nine, 1969. And one day she got really angry with me. So she started driving, I mean, for my, for, for my understanding, really fast. And instead of feeling afraid, I, I really liked that. So I said, oh, <laughs> this is something really cool. She, I mean, it wasn't fast, of course. It was just driving a little bit more angry than, because she's a very calm person. And then she started driving like, man, ah, because you did this, because you're a bad guy. <laughs> and she was driving mentally. I said, whoa, this is very cool. I should do that more. Uh-oh. Yeah, now, <laughs> now you know that acting up is going to get you a little speed in your life. I think that backfired on your mother. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, but I, I mean, as, as, as every little boy, I can see in my my son nowadays, he's just two years old and he's crazy about all my little models and scale models and cars. And he's just all the time. Vroom, 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 vroom. Yeah. I think we, we, we're just 
it's now it's in our DNA, isn't it? Yes. So we're just born with that. So yes. it's difficult to explain. The, the, the smell of petrol tires when you go, for example, to a race event and you just just feel all the the, the atmosphere and and all that. It's you can't explain. You're just born with that. Yes. It's a kind of, uh, uh, permanent uh, mental damage that you just got that gone. I understand completely. This next question has to do with getting under the hood and talking about a huge challenge or a great failure that you faced in your life along the way, perhaps in your career. But the most important part of this has to do with how did you overcome that situation and what did you learn from it? I think I failed so many times that I really start enjoying that because <laughs> I love that comment. <laughs> uh, I, I, because, as I said, having this kind of trying to go further and trying to 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 see what nobody never saw before, or try to understand better something, and then you start trying different things, you will be failed. Mm-hmm. We, uh, sorry, you you will fail. There's no other way of learning. So I think failing, uh, it's the most important thing to, to get somewhere and, and go further because from that you can really understand your limitations, your, your really, your, what you can really do. And, and maybe from that you can add a little bit more here, a little bit more there, understand better the situation and, and move forward. So, is there a particular situation you can share with us? Kind of take us there to one instance that's happened with you and, and make us a part of this so that we really understand it uh, and, and in, in add that wonderful sense of failure being good into the particular situation, if you would. Uh, how can I say that? I think when I first did my, um, um, an interview for a car company, I failed. I don't want to say where it was, but uh, I failed. Yeah, that's fine. So that moment for me was um, hard, let's say like this, because I tried to prepare myself as as well as I could in that time. So I tried to learn uh, a car history and all the, the classic cars and classic designers, Italian designers and all the other designers, of course. Uh, and, and, and I went to, into the, to this interview very confident and, and, and I think it's a mistake that every young car designer do, uh, going too full of yourself and trying, you know what, I, can, I will get this job because I know what I'm doing. And then it was a, such a big disappointment because in the end, I, I knew a lot of stuff, but not enough, mm-hmm. not what I really should know. And, 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 and then I thought, whoa, uh, if, if this is my, my, my main mistakes, uh, I mean, the mistakes that were uh, highlighted in the, during the interview, instead of feeling sad and feeling feeling poor, oh, oh my God, no, I have no chance, so I will try, I don't know, something else. I went and tried to learn all those things. So I went to do a master in Italy in, in transportation design. So I started a course there and I finished, of course, in Politecnico di Milano. And I tried to understand better the construction and how to build a car, how to understand the surface, really try to go and, 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 and understand more and more and more and how to become a car designer. And I think the most uh, important thing that I learned in, in this whole process uh, is, is to be humble and, and to, to, to understand that I'm no one. Even if you know a lot of stuff, there's always someone, there will be always someone who knows 
much more than you and you must respect people and you must understand people because you are learning every day during the process of every single interaction that you have with an engineer, uh, with a color and trim guy or another designer or your boss like Ian Callum or anyone, you are just learning, learning in every single moment. So I really appreciate nowadays where I work because uh, it's just a fantastic place and you don't have those kind of big egos that sometimes you find uh, in the car industry. So Yes. Oh, wonderful. I I think this is fantastic. So I really, I really learned from that. Yes. Thank you for, for sharing that very personal story. That that's awesome. A lot of our listeners can learn a lot from your words. Let's shift gears here and go to the other end of the spectrum. I'd love for you to share one of those career aha moments, a time when the headlights come on and kind of illuminate your way to a new idea or a new direction that you had. And tell us the steps that you took to turn your aha moment into your success. I mean, I always, as I said before, and it might be a little bit cliche, but I always dream about being a car designer, right? Uh, and I always dreamed about working in a specific com- company that's Jaguar. So I denied going to many different places to be here, let's say like this, because I love the company and I love the brand and the, the heritage and all the story behind it. So I, I think it's a quite quite special uh, car company. Yes. And when I joined Jaguar, I, I started working in an F-type, in the F-Type project. Mm-hmm. Right? And I think that the... Working in something that you really like brings you some kind of extra inspiration, let's say like this. And doing what you love is, is more than, than just working. Is I even get paid. Sometimes I say like that. I say, they even pay me. So <laughs> I, I would do that for free but uh, because it's, it's, it's so nice. But uh, So uh, one day I was there uh, in our studio working and I had an artwork of, from a, uh, of a D-type, right? Ah, yes. And, desk that I, I did this artwork and I put that in my desk and I left it there and, and some, one day I was working in an aerodynamic pack for the F-Type and I said why so uh, uh, you know what why not mixing D, the D-Type with the F-Type and getting this, this uh, some, something extra from, from this aerodynamic pack uh, and then I start sketching and sketching and sketching and then in the end, it came up the a car that you probably know, the Jagger Project 7. Mm, yes. So this was born from, from a sketch uh, that I did. And then it's something that really, really, really uh, make me feel really proud because it, it never happened at Jagger history that a car became, a sketch became a car. Usually it comes from the high, very levels, yeah. uh, uh, requests. So then you start sketching and then you get a car. So not the opposite. So I'm, I'm very proud about that. And then this car became a limited edition and then it's a very huge success. So I'm very proud about that. Yeah, absolutely. And when you, you answered my next question, perhaps I was going to ask about proudest career moments. Would you say that was one of them or is there another one you could share with us? I think that was the probably the proudest career moment for me so far. So yeah. 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 I hope I have many more, but that was the, 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 the very special one, let's say, like this. Oh, it's absolutely spectacular. Let's have a little bit of fun here. What was your first really special vehicle? And if you could share a memory with us that you had with that car. Uh, you know what? You know that uh, Green Beetle? Yes. 
it became mine after all. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, very cool. Okay, well, tell so, us about the Green Beetle. Uh, so, yeah, it was a, a green one, 1969. Uh, not really in a good condition when I got it and remained it in that condition because I had no money, young guy. So you, you know how it works. Uh, but I loved that, that, that car. I think it was really special because... Uh, I had some really great moments in that car. I remember driving, going to to the coast, and then and, uh, I, I don't know. I have very good moments, and I lived very. I had very good moments in that car, uh, and it was a shame when when I saw and sold it. Well, I was going to ask you that next question: Is there a vehicle that you've owned in your life that you let go that you really wish you could have back in your garage? You know what. There's a car that I never had that I really would like to have uh, is the Jagger Project 7. So I really would like to have one. So someday uh, I will have it. But for now, uh, the car that I would say, oh, I would like to keep that one is the Green Beetle. The Green Beetle. <laughs> well, very cool. I've got Volkswagen to my past. I, I had a Volkswagen Carmen Ghia in high school. Oh, that was a good one. Yeah. No, wonderful little car. Great fun. And my sister had a 1969 Volkswagen Beetle that was blue. So, yes, great fun little cars. Is there a project that you're working on right now that really has you excited and fired up? I realize working in a car company, there's a lot of things you can't share with us that you're not supposed to share. And that's understandable. But is there anything that you're working on? Maybe it has to do with your artwork. Absolutely. I think uh, the great personal project that I'm working now that's really driving me crazy and really get me excited and trying the best of myself is this uh, bonnet artwork collection or the hood artwork collection, let's call it like that. <laughs> uh, so, it's yeah, it's fantastic. I think I got, I got such a good feedback around the, 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 the world uh, that it's, it's fantastic. I never expected to have that because, as I said, it started just as a fun thing. I've done one to put in my living room, then I start buying bonnets and painting them, uh, and it, this thing became much bigger than I ever thought. Uh, so I'm really appreciating the, the, the moment and all the feedback uh, from from websites, uh, magazines, for example, yourself, your 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 website, and I think this is fantastic. I really appreciate that, and let's see what where it will drive uh, the next steps. So I don't know yet. So what- you know, uh, maybe we can tell our listening audience for those who haven't had the pleasure of seeing these paintings yet. Maybe you can describe. Are the the paintings modern cars painted on modern bonnets, or are they vintage cars, race cars? What are some of the things that you put on some of these bonnets? So uh, what I tried to do is to go a little bit far away of where I am now. So let, as I said, I'm every day fighting with engineer fighting in a good way, please. <laughs> yes. Millimeters. Four millimeters here, one millimeter here, one millimeter there. So trying to sketch as precise as possible, doing very kind of neat and clean, beautiful sketches. And sometimes, you know what? I want to be a little bit, have a little bit more, more, more freedom yes. and try different stuff. So what I try to do is use uh, these uh, canvases, if I can say like that. Yes. Uh, uh, this, this bonnets and. Try to go a little bit loose, a little bit not really precise, trying to create really spots. And then when you look at very close, you don't see very much. But when you step 
a little bit far away, you can see the car there. So uh, mainly I used uh, classic uh, Jagger bonnets, so Mark II, XJ Series II, uh, more um, new, newer ones as well, like the F-Type, XKRS, uh, C-Type, so to, to mention a classic one, uh, and try to paint on these bonnets all those cars, the, the classic Jaguars or the main classic Jagger cars, let's say, like there's the most famous ones. Not really worried about to be the latest one or the, 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 the very first car, just the most expressive ones, let's say, like this. Yeah, well, they are absolutely spectacular. And, and I'll drive our, our guests to your website, of course, after they're done listening to this, to please go check them out because I, I love the the feel of what you've done on these hoods i mean it's a very loose modern graphic look if you will your graphic design elements have definitely come through but it also has a very painterly uh stylized look as well and and they're just uh, i love them i can see these hanging in my living room and yes my wife would would say yes to that as well i believe <laughs> um because <laughs> well because they really are works of art and then when you stand back and you go wait a minute I think that's the hood of a car. Is it? Yeah, it is. Uh, really ingenious use of the medium. I really love what you've done. Here's a very introspective question for you. If you were a car, what kind of car would you be and why? Uh, I, would, I, would, I would be many of them, but uh, the most special car for me would be the Alfa 33 Stradale. So, ah, CC. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's it's such a beautiful car, isn't it? So it's such a it's it's a piece of art. It, it, of art. It can be called a, just a car, something else. Uh, so I'm really I really love that car. Is that mostly because of the design elements of of the aesthetic appeal of the vehicle? I think it's all that. Yeah, it's about being pure, isn't it? So in that time you could do anything you wanted when designing a car. Because you do nowadays, you have so many regulations and so many law uh, things that you must follow: uh, pedestrian impact and these and that, uh, European uh, regulations, American regulations, South America, China. So you are so uh, you have your hands attached. So I think in that time, designers were really, really, really free to do what they want. And that that car is a very pure expression of that. Um, yes, absolutely beautiful car. It's a bello. I love the the, the Miura, the Lamborghini. I love the the, the Ferrari two fifty GTO. I, I mean, uh, so many beautiful cars. It's, yes, hard to choose. <laughs> and I think I think, as you said just now, uh, using the bonnets to paint to uh, as as a canvas. It's all about that as well, because when I saw all the bonnets together for the for first time, I really realized uh, how sculptural they are. I mean, mm. Jaguar bonnets, they are very sculptural. They're full of shapes and this, that sense of power and, 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 and speed. And then when you see all of them together, you just realize how sculptural they are, full of shapes and, and more than being a paint. It's a kind of sculpture as well. So I have yes. a guy who wants to buy one, and I'm designing a kind of um, stand. So because he wants to put it in the center uh, of his garage, or let's say, like, ah, okay. okay, 
Yeah. Uh, and he wants to be people to walk around and appreciate the whole the whole thing, not only the paint, but the shape itself, the forms, and, and all the beautiful lines. So this is really really cool. I think. Yes, absolutely. So up next is the last lap. But before we put the pedal to the metal, let's say thank you to today's Cars Yeah sponsor. Have you turned your key and heard that dreaded tick, 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 tick because of a dead battery? No worries. I've got the NOCO Genius Boost Jump Starter. This compact tool fits in your glove box and features rechargeable lithium battery technology that will start a dead battery in your car, boat, truck, or RV. It packs a whopping 12-volt, 400-amp starting power and can start up to 20 dead batteries on a single charge. Plus, it has built-in spark-proof technology with reverse polarity protection to safely jumpstart your vehicle. The compact, ergonomically designed clamps are solid copper for maximum conductivity, and there's a built-in ultra-bright dual LED flashlight with seven modes, including an SOS emergency strobe. It's easily rechargeable with a USB outlet, and you can charge your smartphone or tablet while you're on the road. Works on any 12-volt lead-acid battery. The Genius Boost from NOCO is the ultimate emergency tool that's safe and easy to use. Quality design, state-of-the-art technology from NOCO, your battery care source since 1914. Get yours at GeniusChargers.com. Okay, Cesar, we're up to the last lap, and this is where I'm going to fire off a series of questions, and you give our listeners some very quick blips of the throttle answers. So are you ready? Yeah. Let's go. What is the best automotive advice you've ever received? Uh, can I mention two? Yes, of course. One was from uh, Gerd Hildebrand, ex-chief mini designer. Ah. Uh, uh, yeah. Now he's working on a different project. And one day I worked for him uh, in Austria, and one day he, he came to me and said, uh, what is that? I said, no, I'm trying something different. And he came to me and said, you know what? You can try anything you want. You can go as far as you can, but please, first do what I've asked you, <laughs> and then you can go further. Yes. And that's one of the most important things that I ever heard, because I learned that I must deliver what I've been asked for, and then I can fly. You there know you what go. I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Then I can do whatever. And usually the answer might be in, in the, I don't know, 11th uh, try, or I don't know, very, very, very far away, but always deliver what we've been requested for, and then you can go further. Yes. Great. The second one is from Ian Callan, my, my current uh, uh, design director. Uh, he keeps saying, Come on, Cesar, surprise me. <laughs> there you go. So it's almost the opposite. <laughs> yes, I was going to so, say. It's, it's almost the opposite, but uh, come on, surprise me. I want to be surprised. Uh, and I really appreciate both way of thinking, uh, both both directions. Yes. Um, try to get the best of both of them. Wonderful. Would you share one of your personal habits that you believe has contributed to your success over the years? Uh, never give up. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Don't give <laughs> up. Trying. Don't give up. Yeah, keep trying. Just just as what Senna would say. Don't give up. Yeah. Yep. Don't give up if you if you if you see a gap a gap. Go, go for it. it. Go yeah, for it. Yeah, I love it. Go for it. If you see an opportunity, try to understand what it is and, and try to, 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 to use it in your favor or and then try to, to get the best of it. Yes. Uh, if you see, I mean, 
keep going, keep keep trying, keep learning all the time. Yes. I think this is the most important thing. <laughs> and respect people and try to understand from them and learn from them. So this is so nice. And yes. I really love that. Do you have a resource that you'd like to share with the Cars Yeah listeners you think they would enjoy? Ah, oh, that's a good one. I've been asked that before. And considering that we live in, in, in the moment that we have so much information. So I think the, 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 the good advice should be uh, try to find and filter your, uh, your, your, all the information that you receive all the time. Because it's such a, such a mess of things going on. And, and don't believe everything because there's a lot of, uh, this kind of media saying, do these, do that, and be yourself. Try to, to find what pleases you before trying to do anything that pleases someone else. One thing that I keep saying as well, so think about Leonardo da Vinci. Uh, and if you think about him and how his uh, kind of image library was restricted in that time. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, uh, I think my, my son saw more image than he saw in his... Uh, of course, yeah, his entire life. Entire li- you know what I mean? I mean, different things from different countries, from different places. So nowadays, you have... And these days, you can have information from everywhere, every single culture, and every single place. So try to understand and capture only what you really need. Yes. <laughs> it's hard to do. <laughs> it's hard to do. Try to filter a little bit. Yeah. And don't, don't go for everything. or Don't follow the, 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 sometimes the trendy, nice thing that everybody's doing. Yes. Because, so try to, to be different or think in a, in a very special, different way. Yes. Is there a book that you think the Cars Yeah listeners would really enjoy reading? Might be a cliche again, but it's always the last one, isn't it? The one that you're reading in, in the moment that you really think is a very nice book that you would recommend. So I'm, I'm, I'm reading a book now from an Italian um, automotive designer. Uh, he used to be chief designer for the advanced design studio for uh, Alfa Romeo. Uh-huh. His name is Mario Favilla. And the name of the book is Fare l'automobile. Uh, it's, it's to make the the automobile. It has a uh, it has a lot of uh, great interviews with great uh, big car designers, let's say like this, and, and very very nice people like uh, Flavio Manzoni, Filippo Perini, and many other guys. So it's a very very interesting book. So I would recommend that one. Okay, great. And listeners, you can find links to all these great resources that Cesar has shared with us at carsyad.com slash Cesar Pietti. And Cesar's name is C-E-S-A-R. Last name is P-I-E-R-I. All right, we're up to the checkered flag here, Cesar. And the last question I have for you can be a real doozy. If you could only have one collector car in your garage... But don't worry about the cost, because today I'll buy you anything you'd like. What would that one vehicle be, and why? Wow. <laughs> yeah, it's very difficult. I think I would go for that Alfa 33 Stradale. Mm, okay. And and again, what is it about that car? I don't know. I, th- I think, I think uh, Scaglioni has done a great job in that car. So I, I, I feel, I, I don't know, I just love it. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, Alfa... As a brand and the the old cars, I've had many guests on this show who have chosen Alphas, things like the 8C, yeah. you know, some of the race cars, 
They're beautiful works of art. Yeah, I mean, as I said, I, I love the Miura. I love many Ferraris and, and many many different cars. I mean, I love the XJ13, the Jaguar XJ13, D type, C types. I mean, it's difficult to say, isn't it? Yes. If you think about Alphas, for example, the the Julia GTA. Uh, I don't oh, know. Yeah. <laughs> All beautiful cars. It's difficult. Yes, difficult. I know, and especially for a designer like you, I hate to. I hate to make it so difficult, but I think you've chosen a great vehicle there. Well, Cesar, you've taken me on a great ride today, and I've really enjoyed your stories. And I want to thank you for sharing your automotive journey with the Cars Yow listeners. Would you give us one parting piece of guidance before you drive off into the sunset in that Alfa Stradale? Yeah, I think I think what I would say is just, uh, I mean, it's, it's, it's a summary of my interview mainly, is just never give up of your dreams and keep going for that. Keep trying hard and uh, respect people, go for it, learn and, and, and try hard because if you don't go for that and if you don't do this, uh, these things, uh, you, you never get there. So Right. You'll always regret it. So great advice. And what is the best way for our listeners to learn more about you and what you're doing? You could go to my, my web blog, maybe. Uh, I have some pictures there, some of my artworks. That is uh, www.designpieri.wordpress.com. Or you can go to my web store, that is uh, designpieri.com. And there you can find all my artworks as well uh, and all the information. So Okay, great. And also on Facebook, right? On Facebook as well, of yeah, course. Yeah, absolutely, where I found you. Well, listeners, you can find links to everything that Cesar has shared with us today at com. Just put Cesar, C-E-S-A-R, in the search box. His show notes page will pop up with all these links. And I encourage you to go and check out what he's doing with these paintings. They are really, really cool, very unique, wonderfully imaginative, creative. I just love what you're up to. Thank you for being so generous today with your time and your expertise and for sharing your experiences with me and the listeners. Until we talk again, I'll see you down the road. Thank you so much for for inviting me. Thank you for for this opportunity. And so if you come to the UK, please go to my uh, latest exhibition now in the Heritage Motor Center, where you can find all the bonnets and many, many cool cars, British British cars and all the heritage there. So go for it. Absolutely. All right. Ciao, my friend. Ciao, ciao. Thank you so much for joining us on today's ride here at Cars Yeah. Drive on over to CarsYeah.com to find show notes and inspiring automotive fun. Download your free copy of Filler Up, a fun book filled with gorgeous photographs of fuel filler fun, including quotes from more inspiring automotive enthusiasts. Download your copy today, and we'll see you next time on Cars Yeah. Yeah.